0: Sisters Talk Brothers is a spoiler-filled podcast about the TV show Supernatural. Music credit goes to Hans Adam and their song in the creative commons called Paint the Sky. Driver picks the music, shotgun shuts his cake hole. On with the show.
1: and hello world big great big wide world
0: great big beautiful world a whole new world a dazzling place you've never okay no it is like a whole new world because we're 21 now you're ridiculous get out the drinks yeah let's party
1: yes this is our 21st episode we're legal are we breaking out the champagne
0: Yes, or at least some beers. Oh, no, we are technically our legal episode was 18. I don't think we made any legality jokes then. No, we didn't. But 21 is more appropriate, I feel like, because waiting for someone to be 18 to be legal is terrible. And at 21, you get to be legal and drink.
1: There's a lot of drinking in this so, show.
0: Although I recently dropped off an 18-year-old at... Well, I'm not at the party, but she was flying in so that she could go to some 18-year-olds' birthday party, and I was like, "Oh, so what are you gonna do at the party? Like, what do 18-year-olds get up to these days?" And <laughs> she was like, "I don't know, lots of drinking." <laughs> and it was just... Yeah, I I was old so lady not much shocked, has changed.
1: <laughs> Clutching not much my has
0: pearls. huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was too much
1: of a goody-two-shoes for that. Uh, I, I, I didn't get up too much. I got up to my fair share, but not too much. I have a question for you, Kindle.
0: Okay, yes. I, was, I wasn't sure what I was here to talk about, but I knew you would get there eventually. I would like to know, if you were a hunter, like
1: Season 1-era hunter, being as this is Season 1, what kind of monster would you specialize in?
0: Oh, if I were a hunter. I thought you were asking if I was a hunter. And I was like, Hannah, you know this about me. I don't think I've ever killed anything besides, (laughs) you know, spiders. And even then, I'm screaming shrilly because they have eight legs. Too many. And their heart pumps with each leg movement. (laughs) Okay, so if I were a hunter in season one, uh, I would not specialize in spiders. No. No, you wouldn't. Um... I kind of like the simplicity of ghosts and also the mystery-solving part of it. Because vampires it's just basically catch them unawares, chop their heads off, meh, you know. And they are, in a way kind of like post-human. And I would feel a little squicky about taking people's lives. But if they're already dead, you I mean... Then they're just a nuisance. You know, it's pest control. Plus mystery. I hate you so much. Why?
1: (laughs) Ghosts were my answer, too. (laughs) 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 Well, tell me your reasons. (laughs) Uh, Pretty much what you said. Like, the simplicity of it. And I feel like... Like, ghosts are dangerous, for sure. But, like, once you find out who they were, where they were buried, there is some investigation to it. Mm -hmm. And, like, there's personal
0: story to it. Yeah, you get to get you get to know their lives, their stories, why they became ghosts and oh why are they only attacking these people in these houses? Or... Like I would say it's not I wouldn't say that, you
1: know, a ghost can be any easier than any other monster because like it can get really complicated out there. But it's it's simplistic in that salt and burn. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the body, the place and, I mean, sometimes you even have to resolve their issue, you know? <laughs> it's more humanistic. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I'm a humanist.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Well, that was a good talk.
0: Yeah, I'm glad we're in accord on this. <laughs> uh, if there was a creature I would not want to specialize in that's not spiders, it would
1: definitely
0: be... Hmm? Shapeshifters. Oh, shapeshifters would be just so hard. I could never trust anybody. I mean,
1: it would be difficult for me
0: on a personal
1: level because they there is so many people they could shapeshift into and I just, I wouldn't be able to do anything.
0: Well, for me, it would be a case of if I specialized in shapeshifters, I would never be able to trust anybody. Oh yeah, you would be questioning everything. Mm-hmm. I'd be carrying... I'd have silver rings on every finger. What did you say
1: to me, you know, seven years ago when it was raining on the balcony? And if you don't know the answer, you're not who you say you are.
0: You remember you and I watched this show and we came up with like a whole series of code words and... Yes. Certain questions. Yes. I don't remember any of them, but I remember... Oh, goodness.
1: We, I was act. I was in... a. Bad, not a bad situation, but like I was in a situation I did not want to be in, Uh and like I really wanted to text you saying I've lost my ring because if like because I wanted you to come get me, but at the time you were living in Korea, so it wouldn't have done me any good. But I thought of it then. I was like, if I could just text her, you know, I, I lost my ring, then she would come and get me,
0: and I would feel better right because that was the code word of come get me right
1: yeah and the dog is out would be don't come home like did we write these down
0: somewhere and you have the copy
1: no i just i was really committed to our system
0: (laughs) i was too but i blame
1: everything is perfectly fine is like someone has a gun to my head call the cops
0: right? right right that one i have committed to memory yeah because nothing's ever perfect yeah yeah That one's easy.
1: I remember messaging mom once, and I was like, yeah, everything's fine. And she was like, is it perfectly fine? And I was like, (laughs) no. No, not at all.
0: (sighs) But I loved her for remembering that. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to get into when the boys start having their codes, and their synchronicity has not been established yet. Because these babies don't even know how to deal with demons.
1: <laughs> no, they don't. Uh, and we'll, we're going to be discussing that this episode. So hit me with that recap,
0: Kendall. So let's get into Season 1, Episode 21, Salvation. Oh. So we have our recap. Our our penultimate recap for season one. Yes, I was using that word earlier. <laughs> and it's our first official end of season recap. Like, legitimate, this feels like supernatural recap finally now. Mm-hmm. Only they did it on the wrong episode, season
1: one. <laughs> well, technically, this episode ends with a to be continued.
0: Yes, yeah, so technically, this, this episode. This is part one and then part two. Yes. So technically, it's all one episode, so they were like, well, maybe we should just put it at the top of this episode. So this is our first official carry on, My Wayward Son. And
1: oh, Netflix. Sweet
0: referring. And Netflix hurts my soul because I didn't get. Carry on, my wayward son. Oh, <gasps> the blasphemy! I know. I got something called "Calling" by Sober Skin. Calling. calling. That's nope, a different that's, song. That's Cowboy Bebop. Great song, but uh, a different, different genre entirely. <laughs> and those it was are, those are me space anyway. hunters. Space? <laughs> yes. Ah. <sighs> But yeah, so otherwise, you know, besides not having the song, it was fine. The only song that matters. The only (laughs) song that this is you know the one in our whole covering of songs that matter in supernatural, the one song we didn't mention?
1: (laughs) (laughs) We didn't cover the one song that actually (laughs) matters. That's
0: true. That's true. So, you know, this is Netflix's way of punishing me, personally, (laughs) (laughs) for forgetting the one song that matters. But otherwise, it was great. We got Meg, we got Dad, we got the Visions, we got the cases, we got everything. Everything. It was great. So we start our episode in the town of Blue Earth, Minnesota.
1: What a lovely name.
0: I know, right? And it's a real town. (gasps) And Hannah, get this. It's the best real town. Yeah? Because it's the home to the Jolly Green Giant. <sniffs> and I went down a little rabbit hole about the Jolly Green Giant because it was a cute-ass fucking story. This dude in Blue Earth, Minnesota was running his little radio show, and his gimmick was a little scarecrow-esque, but cool, He would find people traveling through the town and pull them in for an interview and be like, so, tell us your story passing through Blue Earth, you know, where you're coming from, where you're going, what do you think about Blue Earth? And at the end of the interview, he would give them a can of vegetables from the local factory. (laughs) Have some green beans. Yeah, (laughs) you know, like you do. (laughs) And it had the, you know, jolly green giant on the cover of the can. And it was, I guess, a popular radio show. I don't know. Uh, But then tragedy struck when they were building a new interstate and the interstate was going to not pass by Blue Earth. So people wouldn't be stopping in his town anymore and they wouldn't be coming to his radio show anymore. And he was like, this is a travesty! A tragedy? What's the difference in a travesty and a tragedy? Either way, it's one of those. So, Travis. he's, uh, thank Travis for Travis. <laughs> so, he decided he had this great idea. He said, I'm going to build a huge motherfucking statue of the Jolly Green Giant. I'm gonna put it right next to the interstate that says, y'all, come check out this cool ass tiny town. And he went to the factory and he was like, Hey, I've been promoting your canned goods for years now and I want to continue doing so. Will you please give me money to make a statue to bring people to the town once the interstate's built? And they were like, Nah, brah. (laughs) And he was like, middle finger of the world. I'm going to raise my own money. I'm going to kickstart this shit before there's even Kickstarter. And I'm going to build myself a statue. And he raised the money and he got the statue. But then governments were like, no, you can't put a huge statue next to the interstate. <laughs> and so he was like, fine, I'll put it in our town. The problem is, from the interstate, you can't see the, the giant 20 miles away. So, kind of defeated the purpose, but he's like, fuck it, I'm doing it anyways. And... There was like he wanted it to you push a button and you hear a booming voice. Like he wanted it to be like animatronic and shit, but he couldn't raise the money for that. I guess fingers crossed he's still hoping to raise money if he's even alive out there. I kind of forgot because I read the story a week ago. But yeah, so now you can go to Blue Earth and they seem like a cool ass little town. Their their website is pretty dope, and <sighs> the more you know <laughs> Their website is dope, and it legitimately made me want to go because they seem like a cool community of people who, like, we live together, we're small, hey, let's do cool, fun things together because there's nowhere else to go. Also, hey, we have a huge green guy over there. And that's the story of how Kendall fell in love with Blue Earth, Minnesota. A real town.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll just have this whole, like, Geography section, like, when we have a real town, kind is going to tell you why she loves it.
0: <laughs> America is great, okay? <laughs> uh, th- Why this is interesting, though, you know, besides green men. Giant green men. Giant green men. Blue Earth is actually near the border of Iowa. So, technically, salvation could be a mere nine miles away from Blue Earth. We don't know for sure because Salvation, Iowa, is not a real town. (laughs) The the people writing this episode were like, Man, wouldn't it be cool if the town this story took place in was called Salvation? Like, that would be epically meta and shit. Google, 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 Google. There is no town in the planet Earth called Salvation. Damn it! I guess we have to make one up. no one's ever made up a town before. Certainly not on this show. Anyways, we're in Blue Earth, best town in the world, and we're at a church, and there's Pastor Jim, and he's looking at his Bible, just enjoying that church life. Mm, Jesus. He's so safe from the demons. Best place ever. Best place, Blue Earth, this church, yes. (laughs) And then Meg walks in and ruins everything by wanting to confess her sins. And by the way, have you ever noticed that Meg looks Vulcan? Yeah. Yeah, she looks a lot like a Vulcan coming to Earth. Covering up her ears so people don't realize she ain't human. Which, it's pretty
1: messed up Vulcan, though.
0: I mean, who's to say that demons aren't Vulcans? Am I right? Vulcans, <laughs> am I right? Am I right? Yep. So, she's going through her list of sins, and they continue to escalate. But Pastor Jim is a good pastor, and he takes it all in stride. That is, until she confesses to ripping hearts out for phone calls. And just flashes her pretty black eyes at him. At which point, he is like, what the fuck? Huh? How? Why? When? Where? Huh? Because, God, that's, that's such a bitch, right? You think I'm in the one place where I am safe from demons, only to have your ass busted by one? You were just trying to save! Yeah, she just <sighs> waltzes right in there. Yeah. <sighs> she says she's a higher level than most. See, I think that's crazy because Meg never really struck me as, like, a buff demon. Certainly in, like, later seasons. She's kind of like, oh, this is a little too high for my pay grade. I, I think... Yeah, she doesn't she...
1: seem that way, but you have to consider how long did she survive in the show compared to so many other demons? That's because she's a great
0: demon. I don't know about a great good guy, but she's a great demon. And I... I actually, let's look for this. Once Azazel dies, once he bites the dust, does she suddenly lack... The mojo she used to have. I don't know. Because, mm. because as far as we know, she's strutting her stuff because she's daddy's little girl. Right. So, anyways, Pastor Jim tries to throw things at her, like, yeah, get out of my church! Back! <laughs> Go! Out! <laughs> out, <Ow! laughs> you damn spot! That's completely wrong context, but alright. But he's not really that much of a hunter to start with. You know, he, he's more of a pastor, if you know what I mean? So, <laughs> <laughs> so, she says some really disparaging things towards womankind.
1: You throw like a girl.
0: We get it, you're a demon. Ugh. And then she states that she's trying to get to John Winchester. And Jimmy is all, I literally can't keep track of the fucker. Like, getting him on the phone is harder than winning the lottery. And besides, I wouldn't tell you anyway. And Meg's all, LOL, didn't want you anyways, booty head, one your neck. Talk to you later. And Jim dies, and nobody was there to do death rites. Poor guy. And thus ends the story of Pastor Jim. I loved her through all of it. She's a great bad guy. Love her as a bad guy. I just want to make out with those teeth as her as a bad guy.
1: (sighs) Meanwhile, back in Manning, Colorado, which is still not a real place. Conspiracy, 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 conspiracy. John is telling the boys everything he knows, which is nothing. Just a bunch of papers on the wall. (laughs)
0: look at all (laughs) this ink I have wasted
1: just a bunch of papers on the wall the only thing he has sussed out is that cows hate demons
0: cows literally die whenever they feel when coming near they're like fuck this shit I'm out (laughs) and demons
1: love lightning so look for dead cows and lightning you probably got the demon (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. easy enough easy enough how did John not figure this out years ago God, dum-dum. What an idiot. He should have talked to Bobby.
1: Like, I feel like he was leaving things out, but we know that he does that.
0: Mother-fucker. We know that he can't operate a toaster, so... <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is where Sam learns that he was six months old, like all the other babies in the families being targeted. And this reminds him of how he is a pawn in all of this. So he's upset, and he and Dean yell at each other about how much they care... <laughs> This is all my fault. It's not all your fault. It's all of our fault. No, it's my fault. Everybody's dead because of me. I can't problem! You. It's our problem. I love you. I love you too.
0: <sighs> John, Sh- no, I, they would never say I love you, and I think that's beautiful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they would, <I> think, yes.
0: <laughs> How do hunters say I love you? By dying. <laughs> there ain't no me if there ain't no you. <laughs> and, and and Hunter that means I love you and I think that's beautiful.
1: Yes. John shuts them up and says he found the cows and lightning in Salvation, Iowa, which is not a real place either. These Winchesters are just transferring from one liminal limbo state to another. The name is a red herring. The name is a red herring
0: because they won't find their salvation there. Ha yeah. ha, ha, ha ha. So deep. Way to go, Riders. Clap, 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 clap. Oh, by the way, did you notice that the jackpot in Salvation, Iowa is like 1.7 million? No. Nobody's really buying them lottery tickets. Nobody's going to school! So, on the road to Salvation, ha, 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 John pulls the car over because he's sad. No, he pulls over for exposition. Because he's sad. He's sad, exposition. He said, Jimmy's dead, boys. And it was the demons! Oh no! So, they need to move fast and find all those dang babies! Call all the hospitals! Call all the mamas! Call all the midwives! And Sam's all, Dad, I want to argue! And John says, Only argue if you have good arguments! And Sam's like, Damn, good points! And then John is sad some more, and I wish Mary were alive! And so then they go on to the hospitals to dig through records for all the children who were born exactly six months ago. This week. Hey,
1: I wonder if Pastor Jim did a lot of babysitting for the boys.
0: Mm-hmm. Because John was so upset. I mean, you have to think, John pisses off everybody he's around. Yeah. So Meg was able to find, like, the two people on the planet that... <laughs> tolerate him. Still tolerate him and, I guess, love him on some level. And he is bereaved because... He's losing one of the few people on the planet he actually gives a fuck about. Pastor Jim definitely babysit them babies. And that's where they learn all their Bible verses. And because that's how that is how Dean knew about numerology in fantasy. Biblical Traveler.
1: numerology.
0: Exactly. Pastor and they knew Jim. about was it it was Nazareth. They knew about Nazareth and were like, ha, funny joke writers. And it's how come their Latin's so good, because he's a Catholic pastor. And it's where Dean learned to say Padre.
1: Oh, Pastor yeah. Jim. I'm having Pastor Jim Fields now. I didn't really care too much, and now I do.
0: Him was a good man. Him was. Hmm. So, they're gonna go find some babies. <laughs> Delicious babies. Ha ha ha. It sounds like it'll take forever. Uh, do you have any better ideas, Hannah? No. So we should mention here that they've been driving around fourteen hours. Yeah. Did I do that math right? I yes. Don't know. Math yes. Is hard. I definitely. No. I definitely. Yes. I remember <laughs> now. It was yes. I I googled like canyons of Colorado to this place somewhere in Iowa, right? Mm-hmm. Potentially near Blue Earth, the best place on the planet. And it's about 14 hours. So they've been driving around 14 hours, and it's super wet and rainy outside. They have not changed clothes. They are tired, and John is sad. And this is the state they are in when they pull out badges and tell hospital staff, yes, we are officers. And all the nurses just roll over and say, yes! uh officer in those clothes? Come Seriously. on! Sam looks like he's trying to write a research paper for biology in he high school. He wishes he was. He wishes. Ugh, so dumb. And also, the birth certificate Sam was looking at said District of Colorado, which really just reinforced this weird liminal state they're in. Yeah. <laughs> where, where the hell are you? Because the real question of this episode, Hannah, is where is salvation? Not in Iowa. <laughs> it's not on this planet. And also we get a quick scene of Dean being gross because, you know, it's been a while since we've hit on Dean's pervy ways. How is Dean so gross and so sweet at the same time? It's just because he's pretty. Don't trust pretty people. (laughs) It's just because he's pretty. (laughs) And as Sam is leaving the hospital with all his baby papers, he starts getting visions again. This is like the vision that just won't quit. It's the same six shots for the next half hour. And they're of a baby and a mommy. And a nursery room, and train whistles, and a demon, and blood, and screaming, and, ah! Oh my. <laughs> Demons and mommies and blood, oh my! <laughs> As Sam pulls out his high-tech paper map to find out where this ha- house is and go there, we continue flashing back this memory. And the mist and the rain is coming down, and he has no umbrella, and I'm sure his map is getting soaked. I have, I can't even imagine trying to scour a map to find a train to just find houses by trains in the rain with my limp map. Ugh. <laughs> so, he finally finds the mommy and the baby, and he doesn't really- The chillest
1: move. baby. The Such chillest chill baby.
0: baby. Alright, so let's, let's think about this. How does Azazel choose his babies? Obviously. He
1: chooses babies by deals.
0: But also by chill factor. Or, or does he make a deal with the mommy? And then he visits the mommy in the night and whispers things to the baby in the womb and says things like, it's okay. There's no problem here. No stress. He, he baby talks the womb. He just like pipe, he like pipes some enya into the uterus. And the mom's like, "Oh my, my, my belly is vibrating slightly. Like if you put your ear to it, you could—I could swear you could hear, say Away, Sail Away, Sail, sail Away.'" away, sail sail away. away. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, Hubby puts his boy, he, he, ear down. He's like, "You know, it almost sounds like some Lord of the Rings shit going on in there. That's—that's that's weird. All right, but you know what? I mean, it's that's chill. why
1: he's so buddy buddy with Sam." <laughs> He's got that, those co-parent vibes.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It also explains why Sam is really into the yoga and... (laughs) Yes. Like, personal freedoms and zen, being one with the earth. Yeah. Mm I mean, I'm just saying, Azazel's putting some good out in the world. (laughs) Nice. All babies should have Enya vibes in utero.
1: Aw, man. I can't wait to get to Andy. Mm-hmm. That's a different kind of chill. He kept his chill into adulthood,
0: man. Is that Sam, yeah, that's a good point. Sam is a very unchill adult. Yeah. Come on, Dad, let me play soccer. <laughs> God, Dad. <laughs> let me do my
1: homework.
0: God, Dad. Please, let me do my homework, Dad. Dad, please let me sleep. <laughs> Dad, let me tie a shoe. I just want to learn to tie my shoes. I never get to do normal stuff. I just want a balanced breakfast, Dad. Ugh. I just want whole granola. Come on, Dad. <laughs> I want granola. <sighs> so Sam finds the mom and the baby, and he does a really great job of acting the new neighbor and learning about the baby in a very non-creepy, intrusive way. I was very proud of him. Yeah. Yeah. Until he remembers that he's not a chill person, and... He gets overcome with emotion? Exactly. He's overclumped with revenge. And he starts acting super awkward and very intrusive and weird, and you just want to crawl into a hole and die. At least that's (laughs) how I feel. Yeah. Like, I just want to astrally project out of my body into the sky and leave the situation forever. And then he has this one last vision so that we, the viewers, whom are dumb, can remember and understand. Whoa, this is for real. This is the real shit here. There's about to be a demon here all over this baby.
1: Whoa. (laughs) Sam goes to the motel to confess his vision sins. John is pissed that he was left out of the loop, at which point... Dean revives us from death by standing up to John and saying, We called you all the time, you ass. You didn't even come when I was dead-ish. He had to be, and had to be healed by a crazy woman controlling a reaper that pretended to work through a blind pastor man. And
0: my soul comes back down into my body, and my body crawls out of the dirt, and I am healed. Wait, Johnny, so freaking condescending and I
1: hate him he yells at Dean for not telling him when he's the one who hasn't been answering
0: the whole time and also he's the one who's not been telling them shit I mean I get why he's upset this is very important information that you know maybe when we were hunting vampires last week we could have discussed at some point but we were too busy fighting about what makes a vampire a vampire Uh, but no Dean was very right to stand up here, and I'm so proud yes. of this baby boy and his growth.
1: You gross. tell him, get him, Dean. <laughs> John is chastised but not happy per se with Dean's sass. About this time, Meg calls to say, "Got your nose." Sam doesn't recognize dead people' voices, but once he does, he pretends to not know where John is. I love that. Uh, she was like, "Well, that hurt my that hurt my feelings," and he was like, "Just your feelings." <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Thank you for that, Sam. That was beautiful. I was
0: really hoping he was going to say feelings. Which one? (laughs) (laughs) Which which feeling did this hurt? Because I think you have two?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Meg, beautiful demon that she is, knows a lie when she hears one. Most of the time. Sort of. John takes the phone and learns that she is the one who killed Jim and is about to kill Caleb unless he gifts...
0: Gifts, gifts her? Unless he giveth her.
1: Unless he gives her the cult. He says no and Caleb dies. And Meg says, try again, fucker.
0: Yeah, she's basically targeted, like we said, the two people on this planet that John hasn't pissed off. Mm-hmm. So his two best friends. This I mean, this is not quite the same, but this would kind of be like Sam is on the phone and he hears Meg kill Castiel. Hmm. Like, yeah. That's kind of the the level we're operating here. Maybe not quite the same just because we haven't seen how closely John operates with Jim and Caleb, but yeah. 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 He just lost the two people that we know of ever that he worked with with and was still had a good relationship with.
1: Man. Yeah. Kind of feel for John, but he's still a dick.
0: Oh, yeah. He's a total asshole, but...
1: So she's going to go around killing people until she has the gun. He can give her the gun in Lincoln, Nebraska, a real place, tonight Woo. at midnight. He says it's impossible, but we sisters aren't falling for your timey-wimey bullshit unless, oh yeah, he's lying about where he is to buy more time. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that that makes sense. <laughs> uh. I
0: spent. So long, like, saying, no, he can totally get there in time. There's no place in Iowa so far from Nebraska. Yeah, because I was like, okay, where the fuck are
1: you that you say it's impossible to get there by midnight, but you get to wait around for Dean to get back from the an a- antique store, and then you can get there early enough to scope the job. Oh. Yeah.
0: I was like, impo- what the fuck? Yeah, again, Megan's <sighs> a little good about spotting lies. So, yeah, he... It, but we are not so good at spotting lies.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Yeah. He was definitely no. lying about his location. I did enjoy, however, that he mentioned planes. Like, thank you, John. Planes are an option. Dean, Sam, look at this man. Planes are an option. We can use planes. More than that one time. Yeah, but not,
1: at, not with a gun. Not with a gun. But for a vacation, Hannah.
0: Right. Come on. <laughs> give me a vacation episode.
1: Dean and Sam are shell-shocked that John would give over the cult. They're like, what the fuck, Dad? And he's like, no, you idiots, we give her a fake, which is a trick our boys will use a lot in the future. It's now up to Sam and Dean to kill the demon and finish this fight all on their own with the real cult. So, it's time to... Name. That. Monster! Ah!
0: scary. Yeah. I mean, kind (laughs) of. Because this monster is just good old-fashioned demons. Which, so much better than human cannibals. Right, Dean? Am I right? Am I right? You would would take this situation over human cannibals. Right, Dean? This is better. This is better, Dean. Are you happy, Dean? 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 Demons. So good. Right? We love them. All right, I'll leave Dean alone. He's just a dumbass. (laughs) So I learned a very interesting story for this episode, and I'd like to share it with you. I looked into demons in the Christian faith this time, and what I found was a book of the Bible that is only considered canon in the Ethiopian Orthodox Church, which I find very interesting because there's a lot of... Ethiopia is a very interesting and important part of Christianity that is like not taboo but often overlooked unless you're actually digging into like that might be where the ark of the covenant is. I'm just saying watch ancient aliens. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's that's all we're getting at.
0: <laughs> Interesting things and stories revolve around Ethiopia and that's all I'm saying. So, the name of the book is The Book of Jubilees and Yay! I was Jubilee. very interested so here's demons according to Jubilees. Yay, with Jubilees! A little, with a little Enoch thrown in for fun. And this is all from Wikipedia with my understanding and then interpretation in these words from me to you. All right. Please don't yell at me. You're so wrong. There's nothing about Ethiopian that says this bear. Jubilees speak. So here's the story. Angels in heaven, they got horny. So they came down and they banged and they banged hard. And they made babies who were considered evil, and we'll get to Nephilim in, like, what, season 7, 9? Anywho, these naughty angels and their naughty babies were evil and were corrupting humans with their knowledge of medicine in space. <laughs> and God said, no way, Jose, this is too evil. This is too much. These humans about to go into space. And I can't handle that. They might find me up here. I'd like my peace of quiet. So, no. So, he was ready to kill them all when the angel, Mastima, spoke up say, Um, hey God, uh, like, remember how I'm the angel in charge of, you know, testing mortals with sin and iniquity? Um, how am I supposed to do all that by myself? Uh, could I have some help? These guys you're about to kill seem really good at it. (laughs) And so God looked at all those nasty angels and Nephilim he'd assembled, And he checked their power rating, and he said, 100 is too much. It's too powerful. 10%. 10%. That's that's enough to potentially corrupt mortals. I will kill 90% of them, and you can have these 10% to send out in the world to test my humans. Hmm. Because I just can't leave well enough alone. Thank you. I am God. (laughs) And that's how demons came to be official members of our planet. The end. Yay! Yay! That was really interesting. Why? Thank you, Hannah. I I enjoy doing in-depth research. <laughs> oh.
1: John said something that really made me mad. <laughs> Cause he's so Just dumb. Just something. Just something. Sam was like. So Meg's a demon? And John was like, either that or she's possessed by one.
0: Yeah, yeah, that caught me too. He's so dumb. All right, here's... Dumb? Well, this is kind of the question we had earlier of, or you had earlier of, is Meg the name of the demon also? Or what is the demon's real name? Mm -hmm. Because we know Meg Masters is the lady that she doth possess. So maybe he's kind of speaking in like an esoteric kind of sense? Or maybe John thinks that smoke can pick up phones and make phone calls. Shh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But you're right. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, Hannah, all that paper on the walls was for nothing.
1: <laughs> Dean gets back with a fake gun, and the Winchesters say goodbye. It's pretty chick flicky with Dean talking about how nobody is useful when dead. That's also Dean speak for I love you. <laughs>
0: You're no use to us, dead. He's like, I love you, Dad. Please don't go. Uh, <laughs> it's, I only have utility for you if you are breathing. If you stop breathing, you're no good to me, so I guess fuck off, I guess. Whatever.
1: <sighs> uh, so much foreshadowing of his death. He's, like, passing on the torch. Ugh.
0: Yeah, I definitely did love the whole, you guys have to kill the demon now. And... It's like, ha ha ha, John, you so dumb, they're not going to kill anything tonight. I mean, eventually, yes, fine, but you're already going to be in hell being tortured. Well, like, to that.
1: Dean sa- like Dean says at one point, they're not ready.
0: No, they really aren't. They have no idea what they're up against. But John and Sam are all ready to kamikaze, and yep. Dean, Dean doesn't approve of kamikaze when it comes to his, his family. family. Everybody else can die. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, I do love how John lists the things he wants, which I think is, it's always good, you know, write your goals at, down, speak them out loud so you know what they are so you can start taking steps to achieve them. And the things he wants are Sam to go to school, Dean to go to have a home, and Mary to be alive. <laughs> and the, 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 the horror of this show is that all but three happened. It happen. struck me. I was like,
1: he fucking knows.
0: He knows that Sam's going to get the best library on the planet, which is kind of like school, that Dean's going to have a home, finally, and that Mary will fucking actually come back to life. What the fuck? Yeah. The only thing is, he doesn't get any of those. Him. He will be dead for all of this. Mm Mm-hmm. Ha ha. Payback for being an asshole dad. (laughs) I mean, that's that's a little harsh, though. Eh, no. I don't know. It's a tough subject. It's a hard call. He's a dick. Well, just, we'll d- he's a dick. John arrives in
1: Lincoln with enough time to figure out their whole water system and pray over it. You know, insta-holy water.
0: <laughs> Beautiful shot of that rosary sinking to the water tank, though. Yes. A plus plus. A plus plus.
1: Meg arrives just as she's found the water tank, and she almost spots him.
0: Because <laughs> she's, she's kind of a shitty demon. She's a great bad guy, but she's a kind of shitty demon. Okay, th- we'll go... Showcasing John's talent stop, for hide-and-seek. Stop glaring at me. I don't think it's that he's so good. I think it's that she's so shitty. And we love her for it. Because if she... Hannah, if she's not a shitty demon, how sh- can she become a good demon later? Yeah, yeah. Kay. Like, he, she mm-hmm. she should have spotted him. Yeah. She should have heard him. She should have sensed him with her spidey senses.
1: I just thought it was just showcasing John's talents for hide and seek. Like,
0: no. (laughs) No. No. No.
1: She, She should have had her super ears on. Yeah. They finally meet up in some warehouse room thing. Probably the Barn of Cages set. Who knows? They sass each other for a while until another demon that IMDB tells us is named Tom shows up. Now it's time for business, and John hands over the fake. Meg examines it with the air of, oh yes, I know exactly what I'm looking for, before (laughs) handing it to Tom. Tom then does the sensible thing and tests it out on Meg. She's pissed now because, one, gun is fake. Two, she should be glad it's a fake because it means she's alive. But she can't be glad because, three, her brother shot her. And four, she hates extra holes in
0: her bodies. So, okay, one, two things. First, I love when she handles the gun with the air of someone you know, smelling wine going, oh, yes, this is exactly the wine I asked for, I believe. Oh, people at the table, take a sip. What do you think? Smell this glass of wine. Is this, this is exactly what we ordered, right? I wish she had shot Tom. And this is why I'm saying she's a shitty demon. <laughs> because it didn't occur to her to test it out on Tom, and... THEN she's shocked when it occurred to Tom! I can't believe you just shot me! I mean, I mean, they're supposedly sibling demons, even though that's never expressly stated and it's this weird semi-canon semi-fanon thing, and maybe there's some loyalty there, but Meg! You're a demon! Mm -hmm. He's a demon! Why are you surprised that demons do bad things, like shoot their friends? (laughs) Now that the jig is up, John runs away.
1: The demons chase, but are held off by all the holy water John made.
0: He should have waited like five more seconds and splashed him in the face with it <sighs> and then ran away when they're not watching which direction he's heading off in. I mean, granted, it's just one direction, which is in the tunnel away, but still, still John. That's funny, John. We're going to strip the skin from your bones, but that was funny.
1: John runs to his car, but the flat tires are enough to keep him from driving away with his life.
0: So dumb. So <laughs> dumb. He's like, oh no, I can't ruin my rims. I'll just run on foot. Gotta protect the truck.
1: Gotta protect my truck, boat truck. But he wouldn't have been able to drive very fast on rims, I don't think.
0: So you can drive faster than you can walk or run. And also, cars can go down roads. Which, why didn't he run down the road? Why did he run back to the factory? I am so confused at John, and this is why John should not have been able to hide from Egg.
1: (sighs) He runs into a dead end and is about to make a phone call when Tom shows up and pins him to a wall. Not in a sexy way, unfortunately.
0: So while all this is going on, Dean and Sam are sitting outside the baby's house, trying to figure out an easier way to protect humans inside. And, you know, just missing Dad. And I do love that Sam suggests the idea of a gas leak again, even (laughs) though they tried that in Bugs. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. No. Then Sam, who is quite literally drooling over the idea of revenge, tries to have, I'm about to go die, Dean, so let's have a chick flick moment. Dean then shuts it down with like, nobody's fucking dying. Why does everybody want to die around me? Am I that bad company? God! I just want you guys to hang out with me. Yeah. So... They're sad, because Dad's not answering his phone. Probably because he's too busy trying to, I guess trying to not die, even though he's not taking the clearest ways to living. When the radio starts going wonky, and the house lights start flashing, and the boys are like, oh shit, it's here! Which, ever notice how the lights stop flashing once the demons arrived? And... Mm, Yeah?
1: Maybe it has to do with them, I don't know, appearing, coming into existence. Like when they blink into a room... It's, like, just before they blink it. I don't
0: know. Ooh, you know what it is? Mm. They're driving the demon car to the spot, and the demon car puts out pollution, like exhaust. And that demon car exhaust fucks with the real world, makes the cows go, fuck this, makes the lightning happen, makes the lights flash, but then once they arrive on the place, they turn the demon car off and get out of the car, and... The lack of pollution causes everything to stop.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait, we, wait. We've solved it. You know what it is? It's supernatural.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> so, the boys sneak inside, and they are breaking into by... another enters. Huh? <laughs> breaking into break... another break. Breaking another enters. Breaking and other enters.
1: <laughs> breaking another other enters.
0: <laughs> <and> <laughs> There's a lot of enters in this show overall. Some of them are breaking. <laughs> so they sneak inside and they're ambushed by a good daddy with a bat. And yep. daddy yells at mommy to get the baby and go. But when she gets in there, a demon is standing over the crib. Mm, and, with gross eyes. Ugh. Chris. The makeup is terrible. So she starts to get the Mary Winchester treatment when Sam runs in and he... Fucking freezes. <sighs> Maybe, like, he's so horny for revenge that he walked in, he's like, just let me savor this moment. <sighs> I just want I just want to get a little tantric with this right now. <sighs> then he finally does shoot his gun. Ha! <laughs> he blows his load and, <laughs> and he misses because Sam is terrible at blowing his load. <laughs>
1: uh.
0: Uh, so the demon with the terrible contacts and the terrible skin is able to vanish. Dean, meanwhile, has been able to conk Daddy on the head, get him out of the house, run back inside. Like, this is how long Dean D- Sam was like, just let me, just let me, ugh, oh, just, ugh, oh, I'm edging, I'm edging so hard. Oh. <laughs> but they, so Dean has time to run back in and grab the baby while Sam grabs the mommy. And they all exit just as things start to go up in flames. And I'm pretty sure Yellow Eyes was kind of sitting on the ceiling waiting for the moment Dean picked up the baby to set the crib on fire because he's all about the drama. Mm -hmm. Like, he loves to be chill. But when you have the opportunity for some dramatic effect, take it. Oh, yeah, he is all about it. Fucking take it. So everybody runs outside safely, you know, besides, you know, some smoke inhalation. And the good daddy is still ready to kick butt because these fuckers broke into our house. Mm-hmm. Mommy, I don't remember your name. And mommy's like, no, we would all be flat in bed right now if it weren't for them.
1: I mean, I know the baby's name is Rosie, but that's it.
0: Uh, yes. For some, I was thinking Ruby. <laughs> no, no. She grew up so fast. <laughs> Ruby, 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 Ruby! Everyone is then chill because everybody immediately believes mommy, and everyone immediately believes that Sam and Dean had nothing to do with any of this, and everyone just kind of relaxes, except for the house. The house is not chill. It's kind of the opposite of chill. <laughs> and speaking of that house... spits, Spam. Ha! Spam. 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 Sam spots the figure of the demon still in the nursery, and he's like, here's my chance to die! And so he wants to go run inside, but Dean stops him, because it would be suicide, and it wouldn't even be successful, because even if Sam could get to the demon without dying, which he would literally die before reaching the demon, the demon would be ready for him. Mm-hmm. So we learn here that revenge makes Sam an idiot. Or maybe just his grief for Jess, because Jess. This is a, an episode where a theme will not be Smart Sam. Mm-mm. Mm mm. This is stupid, Sam. This, this is suicidal, Sam. That's the theme. Jess. Jess. <laughs> <laughs> After everything, the
1: boys are back at the motel trying to get a hold of John. Well, Can't him on the phone. Sam is meditating on his rage and revenge.
0: Sam says this demon is the only thing they've ever cared about. That, uh, <sighs> Sam? Sam, no. What about no. Jess? What about college? What about normal life? This is not the only thing you've ever cared about. No. This is a lie. That's
1: stupid, The only thing Dean's ever cared about is being with his family.
0: Yep. This is the only thing maybe John's ever cared about, but certainly not for Sam and certainly not for Dean. Mm -mm. And the only reason Sam wants to throw it all away now is because Jess. Jess. Jess.
1: I love you. They fight over how Dean didn't let Sam die, culminating in a great role reversal of Dean saying Sam isn't going to die for this, because dying won't bring Mom and Jess back. Sam slams Dean against the wall with all of his emotion, but Dean is able to help him snap out of it by using his own pain to show Sam that it's not about revenge, it's about family. Mm-hmm. Remembering now that he has a family, Sam is worried about John. Oh yeah! Yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah. J- oh, yeah. Speaking thing. of dad, um,
0: oh, where is he?
1: <laughs> they call <laughs> yeah. one more time, but instead of John answering the phone, they hear the sweet, dulcet tones of Meg saying, You're never gonna see your father again. Dun, dun, dun. <sighs> ah, to be <sighs> continued. Yeah, take me to Thames.
0: Whoa, we got here oh, so God. fast.
1: Why is the snake charmer here? I love Meg. (laughs) On to themes. My first theme is that this was a Megasode.
0: Megasode! Let's just talk Meg for a second. (sighs) So far, I love this shitty demon.
1: I love her so much. She- so many good lines in this episode- I just want this whole episode to be clips of Meg talking.
0: I'm so not in the mood for this. I've just been shot. Her lines are... Holy water! That's
1: cute, John.
0: Her lines this episode especially were just on the teetering edge of too corny and too cheesy to make me go, but also they were great villain lines. I honestly think... She didn't like having Tom around. <laughs> and it I don't made blame her uncomfortable and made her lines... Threw her off her
1: game. Threw her it threw her, her, game. her off her game. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why she missed John being there by the water tower.
1: Yeah, she, was, she wasn't She was looking for John. She was looking for Tom. Like, where the fuck did he go? <laughs> and then, We're like, so- she goes to the meeting and then Tom shows up and she's like, where the fuck
0: have you been? <laughs> We were supposed to meet 15 minutes ago. Dad, Didn't you get my text? Is texting a thing now? It's 2006, right? Texting is a thing.
1: Texting is a thing. It's it's, it's a burgeoning thing. It's a burgeoning thing. I
0: have to hit 655-33333. All right. Give me a theme. Um, talk back Sam.
1: <laughs> I had back- sassy Sam. Back talk Sam. I had sassy Sam.
0: Come on, Dad. This is a terrible idea. Yeah. This is the whole... Sam Sam just needs to argue because that's how he knows how to function in this relationship with John. And... <laughs> yes! Yeah, he's like, I don't know how to talk to you if we're not arguing. <laughs> <laughs> that's it! That's their whole relationship! Mm-hmm. And then when John is sad and he's like, I'm not playing this game with you right now because my best friend literally just died, Sam's like, oh, uh, I guess I'll shut up then. What?
1: What? (laughs) Uh, I had a theme of no costumes.
0: That's that's the opposite of a theme, Hannah. That's the opposite of a theme. (laughs) That's an anti-theme. Anti-theme. Okay, yeah. I mean, they could have used a costume this episode, but apparently they didn't need to because the nurses in Salvation, you know, they're fake nurses in a fake space. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. It makes sense. Hey, what
1: was that Jim Carrey movie where, like, his life was a TV show, and so, like, everybody was acting for him?
0: The Truman Show.
1: The Truman Show. That hospital was, like, the Truman Show. And they were like, yeah, we're police. And they were like, of course you are.
0: (laughs) What if this whole town is a creation made by Azazel? (laughs) Yes, that's
1: exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. Everyone here is a demon.
0: Well, you have to think he he wants to raise these children a certain way, mm-hmm. so he needs to control their environment somewhat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this goes deep, Hannah. It's... This goes deep and wide. Conspiracy, conspiracy,
1: considers. conspiracy, 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 conspiracy. Um, I picked up this theme along our discussion. Stopping another from killing themselves.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, Suicide Sam. Or any suicidal Winchester. Yeah. Using the case as an excuse to end their own life because of
1: pain. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, good. I and had a theme. theme
1: of demons.
0: Yeah. That was a. was like, I'm, I'm running short on themes, theme, so theme.
1: Demons. <laughs> and, this um, is demons in it. My last one was abandoned warehouse thing. <laughs> like, we don't exactly know what this structure is.
0: Not quite a slayer. But, Not quite a slayer. Uh, my last little theme was our very first to be continued. Yeah. Yeah. Our first two parter. Fun. Love Fun it. Fun stuff. Awesome.
1: Oh, if you love that, tell me what you hate.
0: When you're surrounded by dogs, I hated the whole existence of Tom. Like, what the <laughs> Oh my god, Kindle! What the Fuck. Oh my god, We have got to stop doing this. <laughs> What's the point of even having a show together if we just have the same answers for everything? I hated
1: Meg's demon friend with his no personality and never showing up again.
0: Well, he shows up in the next episode, and I guess his whole existence is so he can die and show Dean something about his character. No, but- honestly,
1: like, when watching this episode, I forgot that he's in the... Right, because... That he, uh, Dean uses the demon gun on him. I forgot he was in the next episode.
0: Yeah, so he's only these two episodes. He has no personality. He has no personality, has really no purpose other than to die. So, like, why bother? Why? We could have had Meg and her, I think Meg having a brother- and a kind of familial relationship with Yellow Eyes, that would have been something that would have been really interesting to explore for an episode. Her as
1: a character. Yep. Hey, I'm going to guess that you loved Meg, so I'm going to uh, read you what I put. I loved Meg in every minute of her screen time.
0: <laughs> I almost put <spit> Meg. <laughs> I, but I thought I, okay. could dig a li- I needed to dig a little deeper than that.
1: Okay. I didn't dig deep because... My- I don't have to. My love for her is so deep already. Like, we don't have time to discuss how much I love her.
0: We should actually make a Patreon Megasode down the line, where it is just going through Meg-sodes, Megasodes and talking about our, our love for Meg. Yes. Or my potential hate for Meg in future episodes. We'll see. We'll see. Um, My love for this episode was the glimpse we got into John's personal life. Cause yeah. We really only ever know him in the context of his relationship with the boys cuz we're always exploring John through the boys' point of view. Mhm. But here and a little bit in the last episode, we see how he has bad relationships. He has bad relationships with his sons. He has bad relationships with the fellow hunters. Mhm. He's not really good at the interpersonal aspect of life
1: like it really makes me wonder what he was like going undercover like when he would play fbi or play reporter how did he interact with the public
0: i mean he probably did a great job in that sense of playing that hardened cop who has seen some shit and survived some shit and is kind of disgusted with humanity only in his case he's disgusted a very with
1: stoic take to the role
0: monsters exactly very i'm just here to do a job and I'm not going to get personally invested. But it is very interesting to think that John was so terrible at interpersonal relationships because he was so focused on this one thing. And he, kind of like how Sam only knows how to talk to John through arguing, John only knows how to interact with the world through hunting. mm mm-hmm. And he interprets everything through those lenses.
1: Which is such a sharp contrast to Sam and his epic empathy. Mm-hmm.
0: But, but here we also got to see that John was truly upset. Like, he had to pull over. He's like, I can't, I can't fucking drive right now. Like, he didn't get out of the car. Tearing
1: up. He was in tears talking yeah. about Pastor Jim.
0: He didn't get out of the car. He got out of the car to tell the viewers that he was sad, but he didn't get out of the car to tell the boys that he was sad. He got out of the car because he couldn't handle what he, he couldn't drive. He needed a moment to process. Yeah. Yeah, it was just an interesting glimpse into the fact that for a man who is terrible at... Yeah, it took
1: me back. His show of emotion really took me back. Like, it made me stop and consider because of how he's been portrayed thus far.
0: As this very standalone, don't-need-anybody, one-man show, just rough and tumble, get it done, you know. But this man who doesn't have a lot in life Mm -hmm. just lost one of the two people on this planet, who are peers, not children, peers, that give a fuck about him. And that he, he probably called Pastor Jim after a bad day, and, like, who would, who did John talk to? Who did John confide in? And these were probably the two people that he did, and he just lost one of them, and that, I just, I really enjoyed a very subtle, you know, blink-and-you-miss-it look into a very flawed, but interesting character. Yes. So, yeah. You want to talk about Meg some more? (laughs) God. <laughs> or we could just hate on Tom some more. can't believe you shot me. <laughs> Hannah, tell yes, me. Yes, Tell me how all this bullshit concludes.
1: Did it concludes? Oh, yeah, the whole season. Okay, next time Your on voice. Sisters Talk Brothers. Look around you. It's a beautiful life. We will be discussing Season 1, Episode 22, Devil's Trap. The Season 1 Finale. While visiting their father's friend, Bobby Singer, to learn more about demons, Dean and Sam are visited by Meg, who wants the ancient cult. They trap her completely powerless in the protective circles of the Key of Salomon, and Dean interrogates her while Sam exorcises the demon that had possessed Meg's body. Before dying, Meg tells them where John Winchester is. Dean and Sam have to use their abilities to rescue John. This synopsis was brought to us by Claudio Carvalho, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil.
0: From imdb.com.
1: Thank you, Claudio. Thank you, Claudio. Thank
0: you, IMDB.
1: Uh, it was key of Solomon, but it's okay.
0: No, I, I enjoy Claudio's specificity. Yes. And I love their errors because they're human and that makes it perfect. It shows
1: personality. It shows
0: personality. Solomon. Solomon. Kingston. A lot's going to happen next episode. A lot. If I remember correctly. We already know that Tom's going to die. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's crazy. How do we get from they're just going to Bobby from for help all the way to Tom dying? Yeah, that's a lot that's about to happen in the next episode.
1: I thought it was interesting that Claudio included Bobby's last name, even though it's not mentioned in season
0: one. Oh, it's not?
1: No. The actor who plays Bobby Singer, his character was originally just named Bobby. There was no last name. They weren't sure how long he was going
0: to be around. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Jim interesting. Beaver's great. Um, You know what I find interesting? What? I have a great supernatural memory for a supernatural. Mm-hmm. But the episodes in my mind must be all fucked up. Because we're at the end of season one, mm-hmm. and there's no clown episode. <laughs> I could have sworn the shitty clowns were season one. I could have sworn that the ghost facers were season two.
1: Yeah, same. Didn't expect the ghost facers, didn't expect the bronies. Yeah. <laughs> so clowns are season two then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I thought the um the girl with the imaginary friend in the hotel room or the, the bed and breakfast I thought that was season one, Oh, but it wasn't. Oh, yeah,
0: where Sam rescues her in the pool? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I solidly felt like that was season two. Is it season two? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm so confused now. Well, I guess we'll find out. We will be finding out very soon. Oh my gosh, we're almost near the end of season one. What? 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 Well, Hannah, it has been a pleasure. Talking with you, it's
1: been wonderful,
0: world. It's been a pleasure, just sinking into your earballs, just so joyful. <sighs> we just, love it here, just nuzzling your cochlea. Uh, uh,
1: uh.
0: Yeah, sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we hope to hear from you. You can contact me via tumblr that's jailbreak fiend or everything overlord uh j-a-i-l-b-r-e-a-k-f-i-e-n-d also instagram jailbreakfiend spelled the same
0: wonderful if you want to reach me i'm on tumblr at kindleabroad or on Instagram at Kindle Kindle Kindle. And if you would like to reach us both, and really, that's ideal. That's ideal. You can reach us at Sisterstalkbrothers at jamale.com.
1: All right, so tune in next week for more monsters, more brothers,
0: and more sisters. Bye. Bye. to do, like, 16 times?
1: Go on. (laughs) These Winchesters are just transferring from one liminal limbo to state... God fucking damn it. (laughs) So he's upset. And he... Snap out of it by using his own pain show to show... His own pain show. His own pain show! (laughs) 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 Tune in next week for more... Damn it. Whoa. Whoa. Sorry. So. What?
0: I might just cut the whole episode.
1: No. <laughs> Don't cut the whole episode. <sighs> yeah.